Hello everybody. Hi. Hi. So we show face, show face a bit uh, later. We got to cover yeah, up again. Uh, because I find myself are uh, outside. So if you are watching us and you are wondering like why are we wearing masks, Irma can help us to, uh, to share. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone. All right. Hello. Hi everyone. Hello. Hello. We have one viewer. So thank you guys yeah. for joining us. And thank you, Emma, for being able to join us for this uh, second hard conversations. Yeah, ah, I think. Uh, thank you for yeah. having me. <laughs> thanks for thanks for volunteering mm. to be on board. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I think. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> just like thinking like how um exciting today is being outdoors. <laughs> because usually it's like always having our conversations uh, in our cozy home. Uh. Yeah. Wow. So now like they're practically out here. Uh, but cool, like, a nice change of view. I don't have my backdrop with my flowers. Yeah, no flowers at the back because I like to play around with my you know, my background. <laughs> but no <I> cannot. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it actually, mm. it's for those of you who are wondering, like, uh, I find myself are like kind of stuck by side. So I pass like over there. <laughs> <laughs> but we have social distance ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Keeping to SMM, SMM restrictions. Correct, <laughs> okay, okay, So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, today's conversation is also a very interesting conversation. It, it's a. Uh, I think it was a coincidence that it happened to be today. Like, I wasn't planned that day. So like I find myself this morning, we were just in a girls' school uh, to mm. conduct a training. And and I guess today's conversation is about uh, valuing women in society, right? So mm. uh, what does that mean? What what do we mean by valuing women? And I think uh, just for context, in a way, uh, for those audience who are listening to us, maybe from other countries, uh, in Singapore, we have quite a number of girls' schools. So meaning that... Um, there are some schools that are just single gender, purely girls, and then there are some schools that are purely guys, right? So, uh, boys' schools. Right? So, it just so happens that this morning, before coming to this live session, uh, I find myself doing training uh, on mindfulness in a girls' right? And then I was like, eh, so coincidental, uh, we talk about like valuing women in society, then we were there, we were in another university, in the girls' school, just empowering women to uh, how they Kind of like better manage themselves in terms of their emotions, anxiety, expectations. And then now we are having this conversation on valuing right. uh, and thank you also Irma for joining us because you know, this might be a really important conversation for you. You if I understand you are a, you're also a coach, right? Coach people. Yes, I am a better person a- of themselves. Yes, I'm a habit coach. I focus on on helping new people based on the habits that they have. Yeah. Hi, hi. Right. So, so I guess when you talk about habits, you also probably notice that some of the women that you coach have a lot of um, interesting habits. <laughs> uh, and then I would say that in a way, to, you know, in replacement of interesting habits would probably be sometimes self-limiting beliefs. Mm. Uh, I cannot do this, you know, as a woman, I cannot do that, uh, or I must do this, or I must do that. Yes, I do. Um, some of the, the the ones that I've had conversations with, most of the time, it's not uh, just about the physical habits that they have. 
like uh whether they wake up early or they tend to sleep late it's i try to go beyond that and most of the time the habits that they have problems with is their own narrative the things that they say to themselves and the number one bad habit or unhealthy habit that um these ladies tend to have is negative self so wow. when you when you have a uh, um habit of constantly putting yourself down you yourself put yourself down and um it's always saying that i can't do this i can't do that i'm not capable and it's not that they they can't they just um don't want to try or has never tried before or maybe like you know when they want when they wanted to when they were young but then they were told that they can't and then forever they think that they can't so it's the this kind of um mindset that they have that ultimately becomes a, a habit yeah yeah, yeah. and it, it's unconscious right like they don't even mm. know that it is it is not serving them it's not helping mm. them mm. it's a learned behavior definitely from uh when they were young obviously it depends on how they were brought up and and the people they surround themselves with um uh, whether it could be their peers it could be family members but uh even saying that doesn't necessarily mean that they were brought up badly by their parents um because it's all, it's generational cycle right yeah. the, their parents brought them up the way their parents were brought them up and then so on and so forth so yeah but so halfway through there has to be a, a break somewhere so yeah So which is why today's conversation will actually go into kind of like that phase of kind of like breaking certain beliefs that we might have of what women, uh, the role of women or the value of women in society. And I think we had a conversation and I think we, meaning I find myself, had a conversation about uh, this concept about value. And we are very clear that we're not going to be talking about financial value, right? So mm. a lot of times when, when people talk about value of women in society, they talk about, oh, you know, Uh, equality you know women must earn at the same as men or you know at least close closer to men so i think there are so many conversations in that aspect we don't actually have to be the ones to talk about it um but really what we would like to share a bit more today would be on um really just the attitudinal and mindset aspect of uh, valuing women like how do we actually see women Right. So mm-hmm. one of the things that uh, I find myself brought up would be like if you see a woman wearing a suit, right, like a blazer, a power suit, blazer, black skirt, high heels, lipstick on, carrying a a laptop bag, you know, and then standing and posing like you know they're going out for a meeting. What's the impression that you get already, right? Versus uh, a a a a woman who is wearing in in the Malay. Uh, culture and my aunties used to wear this as well, right? They call it the butterfly, the butterfly mm-hmm. baju, right? The the batik printer and then the the sleeve very baggy, baggy side, you know. Uh, versus someone that you see wearing something like that, right? Is there an impression already that, like, oh, the one in the power suit, sure, uh, better, better academic result, sure, better um, uh, career and financial prospects. Uh, compared to that 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 lady who is wearing the butterfly uh, dress, you know, uh, with the batik print and then mm-hmm. hair a bit, hair a bit like tied up into a a a a, a tail a ponytail, then the the strands of the hair like all over the place, like right, you know, <laughs> you know, like like you see, ah lah lah, this one ah must be housewife lah, cannot be CEO of a company, you know? whereas the other one oh must be CEO, you know. So have you had any experience of that? Like people telling you, oh, you must dress up in a certain manner to. Your status or your mm-hmm. 
profession? Mm-hmm. I have had experience um, having been in both positions before because I used to work in corporate as well. <laughs> and then now I'm a stay-at-home mom. I work from home. And uh, having dressed somewhat similar to both that you have mentioned, <laughs> uh, I, I, I understand uh, how the perception of society is when they see two different uh, contrasting uh, images, right? And uh, my last, at my last job, uh, even though it was corporate, it wasn't strictly corporate. So we did, it. it's uh, smart casual from Mondays to Fridays. So it was fairly simple. And there were times where I, come to, I came to the office in sneakers on a Monday morning. <laughs> and, uh, and, it's funny because when when we have meetings with um external clients right when they come in they have no idea that i was actually part of the project team <laughs> when i sit in because of the way i dress and uh i think i at that point of time i took um i took pointers from my supervisor and my manager as well because they were dressed pretty uh laid back as well so uh, I don't know whether the clients when they see us that way they would figure that it's an employee thing or it's a company (laughs) culture thing but I have worked in other companies where they were pretty strict on on how you dress even if um, you're uh, the receptionist you still have to you know uh, power dressed and I think it's more of a company culture where you know where the company has to uh, uphold the image um, of a, a certain way uh, rather than your position I mean this is the experience that I had because like, I've never I have never really uh, hung out with any other corporate ladies before mm-hmm. uh, most of the time they don't really have time to hang out with <laughs> with project people so <laughs> but this is what this is what my, my experience uh, has been like uh, to me I think it's more of a company image trying to uphold the company's image rather than yeah. the position itself because it, yeah. uh, in my in my previous uh, my latest co- company I've had um, power players as well like I mentioned my manager and uh, she she she's well dressed but there are times where she, you can see that she dresses down a little bit mm. and just because um and i have a couple of directors in my company so uh, there's one who always in to her com- comfort is more important and she's always with this woolen um cardigan she's mm. always in this woolen cardigan and uh, platform sandals and if you were to see her you would have no idea that she's actually a director so, is it? I think yeah. dressing up, uh, dressing for your position, it's it's not it's a, uh, individual thing, and it's not really necessary, uh, to use your how you dress up to portray mm. the value your value, yeah, yeah, and having the society to think that way, it's it's a little, uh, disheartening because even if you're a stay-at-home mother that doesn't mean that you bring you don't have any value or you don't bring any value to uh, to the family or to the community and if you were to put these two ladies in front of me and uh, and ask me who works harder and I'll say both of them work hard 
one of them work hard in corporate and the other one works hard at home to, um, to you know, bring the keep the family together. So both of them are hardworking. Just because one of them is at home most of the time, that doesn't mean that she's not doing any work. And those who think that stay-at-home mothers don't do any work, then probably you should stay at home and see what, what your mom or your wife does <laughs> the whole day. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. right. I think, I think both yourself and Aifa can testify to that because I think both of you are... Um, with those um, responsibilities, right, of both being mother, wife, entrepreneurs, like, like you, you are carrying all these responsibilities, and therefore, mm-hmm. right, can, can we say that you know when we look at the both of you, um, that if, in fact you perhaps are the ones who are of greater value, right, versus someone just purely in corporate or purely mm-hmm. in as a housewife, what, what, what are your thoughts? Maybe Aifa can, can also share a little bit on that first, like, because really this topic came out from Aifa, right? Like, Aifa's the one who kind of like, say, hey, you know, I want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really agree with what Ima mentioned, and uh, when I actually thought about this topic, lah, uh, it's because of the conversations and also some of the things that I'm reading via social media, because as you know, social media is sharing a lot of negativity as well nowadays. Um, always got something to talk about and always the negative news will tend to be more viral, faster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we all agree on that. So, um, and again, it's back to, um, again, how are we actually valuing other women despite the kind of uh, situation or perception that we have? Because everybody has their own perception. And even I myself, I also dress down a lot. I think previously knowing my work, um, I, I love wearing slippers. <laughs> I love to wear like... Um, really simple, simple attire, you know, like just like long sleeve t-shirt or, or maybe just a, a jacket, you know, that kind of thing, or even my hoodie, you know, and with my, with my hijab, uh, yeah, what you call that, the Nike hijab. Very simple lah, because I find that you need to be comfortable lah, like what you mentioned, like uh, your your um, manager, your director, kind of the my previous company. Yeah. yeah, so and it's, it's back to that, we don't have to keep dressing up all the time. It's also depending on the situation, the occasion, who are we meeting, um, and and again, the kind of value that we are we are giving lah, uh, and the the intention why we are wearing a certain attire in the first place, mm-hmm. yeah, are we like showing off our assets, <laughs> or it's really because we are we are there for 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 a reason lah? And I think for for both of us, it's basically for the community. Yeah, mm-hmm. the intention is to support others kan? in terms of whatever that we are doing. Yeah, but the thing is, sometimes it's quite sad to see that uh, some women themselves they are comparing, mm. yeah, comparing against one another, uh, looking at uh, okay, how come uh, she can afford like all these things, you know, that kind of thing, but um, not looking at exactly the kind of value that they actually think about themselves, because again, it's back to being um, uh, the term where very very uncertain. And again, they do not. They might not know their identity, so they decide to just like um, look at others and find faults on them. Instead. That kind of thing, like, You know the kind of. Uh, but it's back to mindset. Can heavy coach? Yeah. I think it's back yes. to mindset yes. again. Yes, yeah. it's all back, back to mindset. Back to mindset, and it's, it's a good, I see it as a mirror of ourselves as well. Um, when we have certain thoughts or some perceptions, like the kind of. Maybe these are actually some of the habits that we have in us that we do not like that we are actually finding it on other people. Mm-hmm. Somehow like a mirror reflecting us, you know? 
Mm-hmm. And, and if you look at like social media nowadays, you know, um, usually the most number of followers and likes are those who are very sexy, you know, very wear a lot of makeup, <laughs> beauty or beauty. Mm. But but is that all just a facade, you know, like that to cover what's um, the 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 somehow covering all this external stuff, but it, but not looking internally. Yeah, they are like somehow hiding the real people, who they really are, um, by by you know, focusing on these areas. Yeah, I would say. Mm. And and again, I think nowadays people look at social media as. Uh, something to again like instant gratification <laughs> yeah I, I do, I'm lacking a lot of things in my family or maybe myself then I look at others because see, I might want to be like them you know that kind of thing since I can't be like them then I just follow and, and just like yeah so I think it's back to again um, being aware about ourselves and again the, the kind of um, again like our self-worth like I would say what is our self-worth yeah, as as a as a woman, as the many manuals, everything society. Yeah, and I think when in years to come, what kind of um, uh, yeah, like the kind of impression or maybe um, the kind of identity that you would like others to see you as. So for me, it's it's not just the external; it's also more than that. Yeah, the the kind of uh, finding our strengths, knowing what are the things that we can actually offer to the community. So even even if you're a stay-at-home mother, I think you can actually do more for the community. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not just oh just sitting, but it's whether we want it or not. I think it's back to whether we want it or not, and how much um we want to, yeah lah, whether we we care or we don't care. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I I feel like uh now that I'm working from home, uh I have more time to do things for the community as compared when I was working in corporate. So mm. like when you said, uh, even though you're staying, you're, you're, you're a stay at home mom, you can still mm. uh, contribute to the community. And that is very true. Uh, mm. And I, I really do think that I have more time now to do more things than, than when I was <laughs> doing a nine to five. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's somehow like uh, when we get older and um, in a way that uh, we tend to find uh, other things that might, might make us happy. Yeah. Mm. And I did have some conversations also like previously with some ladies. Also same thing. They were they might be in corporate organizations. Then after a certain number of years, they decided to do something that uh, they might uh, find happiness for. Yeah. So I think it's more on uh, back to again what is their purpose in their life. Maybe they, they, they manage to find it, um, yeah, like, like maybe a bit later, but it isn't too late. So they will still um, find, hey, I, am, I'm, I know that this is what I want to do for the community and maybe I want to help these people. So maybe this is time for me. And, and again, like, we talk about being courageous in our mm-hmm. first episode, yeah, Michelle? Yeah, are we able to take that step to actually leave the, the corporate world? I mean, for yourself, I think it's such a, a courageous move for you. Because you talk about stability, it's not there, mm-hmm. right? The finances will definitely be questioned. Am I able to be stable? Uh, monthly is going to be very unstable for me income-wise, right? But is it just just there or are we looking at more? Uh, what, do, what do we desire more? Yeah. So I think... So I feel that this conversation is important. I mean, especially we as women. And, and why also um, I actually thought about the idea of the uh, womanpreneurs in a circle to success. 
And thank you for being part of the support group. I think uh, you have that definitely um, added this part of the insightful conversations when we meet <laughs> in the group. Yeah, they really they find it very fulfilling. Lah. Because the thing is, I find that sometimes conversations, right, uh, we do not want to just be at the surface. Yeah, we need, we need to be able to have conversations in depth to actually, um, again, talk about intellectual conversations. Lah. Are we able to create that kind of um, environment kan? so that more ladies can think deeper in terms of what they're doing? Yeah, and I find that it's a need right now, lah, especially in the community. Yeah, thinking deeper in terms of uh, the conversations, what they're going through, uh, what they are looking at lah, in terms of finding meaning in their lives. That's what I think. Yeah. I think that's 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 uh, that's mm. actually very true. Lah. And um, I understand that a lot of people are actually having problems uh, in a sense that they, they don't know who or where to reach out to. And you know when... You, I, I've had this feeling many times before where I feel like something is just missing in, in, in my life. Even mm. though um, work is good, everything is good, finances are good, uh, family is good but there's still something that's lacking and most of the time i find uh when these kind of things happen it's because of there's no exchange of intellectual ideas you know so you you don't just uh feed your wallets or you feed your body but you have to feed your mind and you have to feed your soul as well so that's where you have to go out and find people and have uh, actual conversations. It doesn't necessarily have to be like super uh, in-depth or scientific or you know uh, phil- uh, philosophical or anything like that. But have conversations with people or other ladies if you want that can actually encourage you to think and reflect and not just hey you know so and so just buy new car hey you know so and so just buy new bag you know instead of just having this kind of conversations or just say hey I wanna. I think I want to save money and open a restaurant. Yes, talk about that. If you want to, it doesn't matter whether you have the money or not, talk about that. What would you do if you have that money and how would you go about actually opening up the restaurant? How would you go about um, uh, hiring your staff? You know, are you going to be the chef or are you going to hire a chef? What's the concept? You know, just get your mind thinking and just, it's not about, um, building castles on the clouds or just daydreaming about it but it's it's actually fun to come up and imagine all these things you know it's yeah. and, and when you put it out there you you are actually putting out your intention into the universe and you it's it's you'll be surprised at what happened and I'm not saying that today you talk about it then tomorrow you will get the money to open the restaurant but you when you start having this kind of conversations regularly, you will see that there's a change in you and, and automatically you will feel a sort of motivation to actually do something. Even though if you don't end up um, opening up a restaurant, but it will actually motivate you to do something. Yeah, so mm. I think this kind of conversation is very important. Yeah. And I think it, to, to, to kind of like, you know, kind of bring that back towards like valuing women in society, right? So. I guess like what the both of you have been sharing is really actually women have a lot of ideas. Women have a lot of aspirations and even ambition. Right. And the ambition doesn't is not limited to just like corporate ambition. Right? I want to climb the, the rounds, I want to become the, the, the manager or the CEO. Um I think my, most women might not have those kind of ambitions and aspirations. 
uh, their ambitions might not be like corporate huge, uh, but it could be community huge, it could be family huge, right? So, so it's like I, I want to you know make sure my family is safe. I want to make sure my family is well. I want to make sure that my, when I say family, it's not just my my small unit, but probably my extended family, right? And and because they have such you know, uh, as women we have such ambition, uh, and aspiration. Sometimes it's not fair and disrespectful to a certain extent to say that oh you have no value because you stay at home mom la, uh, you know or you, you uh home based business you know uh, that you are not contributing to the larger uh, economy or the the larger sense of of uh, whatever's happening in the world mm-hmm. right and i think i think personally i don't feel that that's true uh because the value of a woman in society, if the women can bring up their children well, if the women can instill certain characteristics within their family members, so I'm not just limiting it to children. So the women can also influence their spouse, they can influence their siblings, they can influence their parents. And if they can be, you know, supportive in that way, they can be able to um, develop or nurture a space in which, like what Irma you mentioned, the kind of conversations can be had, right? Intellectual conversations or deeper conversations, right? It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be intellectual. It doesn't have to stimulate the mind per se, but it can stimulate the heart, mm-hmm. right? To, to spur people to be kinder, to be more compassionate, uh, to be more understanding, to be more loving, to be more caring. If the women can contribute in those ways, even though it might not have a direct impact on the economy, that means you don't actually see financial returns from that. Um, but it does have an indirect impact to the economy. Because if, if every child or every sibling uh, or every parent is taken with is this this addressed with care, kindness, compassion, patience, understanding, love. When they are when they are nurtured like that at home, there's a higher chance that when they go out into the workforce, they bring along that abundance of of these characteristics, of this love, care, understanding, they bring it along with them. And you know, I think you can speak about it generically, right? At every every frontline worker, every back end operation staff has a woman in their life, mm-hmm. right? Whether it is a mother, whether it is a sister, whether it's a friend, whether it's a colleague, we all we all have women in our life, and if each of these women can somehow you know, hold that space and 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 really impart that characteristics or values or or nurturance. The world will be a, a much better place, right? Because everybody, everybody will become hopefully mm-hmm. Hopefully, everybody will become more compassionate. You know, versus like I think what Irma mentioned earlier on about you know. Uh, if so, uh, this person buy new car, uh, this person buy new house, uh, got this new makeup, uh, got this new coach bag. Uh. So versus that, right, uh, if, if, if we as women um, kind of like bring that into our community, then our value would be really just about the practical stuff. But I think as women, we do talk a lot more about the, the softer aspect of things, right? The, 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 the human development aspect of things. And that's really the kind of value and the kind of respect that we need to give women who want to to be able to be okay to cry to you know talk about some of these difficult conversations yeah 
that's that's my thoughts uh, mm-hmm. your own experiences with, with this concept of you know the the, the, mm-hmm. the softer value of, of women i don't know how else to describe it <laughs> <laughs> yeah well said michelle because uh, i find that we are grooming the next next generation the next generation of children and youth to take over the the the, the society yeah and if we we see that a lot of children nowadays they have a lot of issues regulating their emotion because of the stress that they're facing and all that so again sometimes we we as um the adults right yeah we are bringing in our problems into their lives and we may even not notice it because we are so concerned to our own issues mm-hmm. yeah so so these are also like are we being accountable for for our actions right in, in how we are um nurturing them yeah so that that's also um another aspect lah, because again they might i i know a lot of ladies who come in backgrounds with broken families uh, and i'm sure you guys also have your own circle of friends right who might be in these various backgrounds but again it's the kind of um how much are you willing to put in the effort to cut those um generation to continue as it is if you're able to bring them into a better space right um, like what, what michelle mentioned more compassionate uh, more more kind and and to basically like like yeah, support support in their growth and development right to be more respectful uh, to others uh, so so i think that's that itself is so worthy like, i mean as a woman because we are we have to accept our strengths we are naturally nurturing um and we cannot uh, we cannot take that away from our identity we are automatically naturally natural yeah human like you see like more on this that anything even if you want to fight that all we will still come back yeah we are more of that that natural quality that we have yeah <laughs> Yeah, so I think it's it's again embracing those kind of uh, identity that we have as women and how we can bring it um, to the society lah. And like, and I always um will remember um this fact. I think uh, it takes a village. It takes a village to raise a child. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I think it also takes a village to raise like yeah, compassionate uh, humans in society. So mm-hmm. so so it's back to again what is. What what do we want to uh, see in terms of our our children? And, and sometimes I myself worry: Am I also able to raise my children in society right now? <laughs> so for now, I only have two kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that that's an interesting thought, right? As you are talking about you not know, having a a kampung or a village yeah. to raise children. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually thinking like I think it also takes a village or a sample to raise women, mm. to support women who want to do good work. Right? It's not just about um like oh you know because you want to be a woman or value you yourself go lah right you yourself want to go and fight yourself go lah you know and then sounds sounds like a very generous friend kind of way of saying it like ah you yourself ah you yourself um I think it it really takes. A, a village right and therefore a supportive spouse or a supportive group of friends and what Aifa mentioned earlier on about the women partners in a circle to success I think that becomes a, a support group of thoughts to say that hey we can be better 
we can be more confident, we can be more courageous in the way that we and it's not about doing business per se, right? Because even though we talk about women preneurs in a circle to success, um, it is really just empowering women uh, to define that success for themselves and say that you know how can I how can I be of value in the in my own eyes. Mm-hmm. Right, not in the eyes of other people per se, but really in my own eyes, like how 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 what do I even see on myself? Am I am I if I was to pass from this life, you know, can I say that I have done the best that I can in in terms of the value that I provide mm-hmm. for myself, for my family, for my community? Yeah. So so I thought yeah, la, I think a lot of times when people say, oh, women, oh, you want to be what? Strong woman, ah? you want to be power woman. Ah? You you go, la, you go. I see where, I see how far you can go. Like, I see, I mean, some people are like that, right? Like, I see how far you can go. Better to be the small woman. Not everything, yes, sir, yes, sir. Or oh, you want me to do this, I do. Now, that I can be, now, that I happy life, ma, right? I don't have to think so much. I don't have to worry so much. Um, and I, I, I don't think I'm saying that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that of of that as well like if you are if you prefer to be a yes sir yes sir i just want to live my life you know my husband provides for me uh that kind of value then sure be clear that that is your value and don't use that to criticize someone else for wanting to be different Mm -hmm. and then vice versa is the same right if you are the kind of person that they think you know the way i see value of myself is that i must be this 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 um, woman boss or female boss who like wow in control that all the men are under me side right <laughs> if you are aware that you are that power woman then also don't judge the woman who might want to be more demure and because all of us have we all bring a different set of values and all of mm-hmm. us need to have that respect for each other to say that hey i respect you for what you want to bring and you respect me for what i want to bring We have our, yeah, we have our different calling in our lives. Like, like why, why certain ideas are being brought to us, and, and again, it's very different because again, it's back to our personality, right? What, um, and again, it's for us to discover those purpose or in terms of what is our calling per se, because because only we can can know what we can, what we have to offer to the community. Yeah, and we need to know that ourselves first before we actually want to help other people. Because yes. if we ourselves are, are not able to do that for ourselves, then it's very hard to, to you know, bring that bring that uh, value across. Yeah, I wouldn't say that that even for myself as a coach, there's a lot for me to learn and stuff like that. But but again, we are all progressing. Nobody is perfect. Nobody is, and and I think that. Again, this support system is uh, really needed, yeah, especially, and I'm sure there's a lot out there, but it's whether like we want to be part of it and whether do we want to make that step to actually join this support system to become better, or which you rather just chill and watch Netflix, <laughs> take the easy way out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, but, but again, uh, like, everything we do also both is both is hard, right? As in both yeah. is challenging. Like, it's also must pay. You got to pay. Yeah. <laughs> Watch TV whole day also yeah. have to pay. Oh, I know. <laughs> <Electricity> <laughs> <bill>. <laughs> <laughs> Very stressed. Must think about the story. You don't know. 
Yeah, both, I think both it, <laughs> yeah, it's it's true what what both of you have mentioned. Um, yeah. That we have to first um, be able to accept what is our or how we want to to uh, value ourselves. Like if if you're the kind of person who are okay, comfortable with uh, like what Michelle mentioned, just stay at home, having your husband to provide you, uh, and you know Thai Thai lifestyle. If you are happy with that and you see that as a success because you can have all the time to decorate your house, do up your home, make your husband happy, doll yourself up the whole day. If that is success to you, then by all means be happy. You know, that is good for you. That is for you. But just because some other lady has a different idea of what success is, that doesn't that doesn't give you the right or that doesn't mean that what you're doing is wrong you know or it doesn't give you the right to judge that other person and it's i think uh all of us have different ideas of what success is it could be climbing the corporate ladder it could be having a successful household it could be having um, peace and quiet at home with the family you know having to to gather your family every week every weekend together uh and or contribute to the community uh, as much as you can uh, even if you're just uh, you're you're not climbing uh, the corporate ladder even if you're not ambitious uh, corporate wise but you have other successes like you are you are doing your job but you have a sideline and you feel that your sideline is much more successful because you have a lot of followers you're always getting orders that is success to you then be happy with it celebrate that win you know celebrate that win and don't I, I think you you shouldn't compare saying that on oh, my sideline is so much better I, I i'm just doing my job then it's fine do your job to support your sideline which is also fine and um i think uh having that kind of mindset where success actually comes in various forms is healthy because not saying that my success is better than yours or her success is better than mine well, everybody is equally successful. The, the part where you would have to really ask yourself whether you are successful or not is whether you are happy with where you are right now. If you're constantly saying that, oh, I want like, uh, she's she has more things than me, she does more things than me, or that person does more things than and you find yourself comparing, then you can take a step back and ask yourself, why are you comparing in the first place? What is it that you are lacking? Do you really want to go out and work in corporate? Is that the reason that is that where your envy is coming from? Do you really want to be a successful baker where you have to like stay in the kitchen and and do all those baking day from morning till night? Yeah. I mean it's, it's easy to say that so and so has more than me, so and so has more than me, but given a chance to swap places, do you re would you really want to do what that person is doing? Or are you just feeling sorry for yourself and, and just unsure of what you really want? If it's clarity that, that you, you are lacking from, then have conversations with other people. If I always find that, and I've, I actually have a mentor who actually encourages me to reach out to these people that I'm envious of. You know, if you think that a person is doing better, go and have a conversation with her. Find out how she's doing it. How Find out how she did it. You know, even if you don't end up doing the same things that what she's doing, you might be inspired to do something else. Yeah. 
So I think it's it's very important to and to have conversations like this with other people, not just other ladies, but other people. And uh, I've had uh, conversations with other ladies who I agree, like, you know, you, you need a village to raise a child or you need a, a village to support other women. And uh, most of the time, these women will always say, oh, I have no village. I have nobody to support me. Uh, all my friends all think that I'm my dreams are just dreams. Then find better friends. It's not difficult, especially now with the existence of social media and the <laughs> internet. It's not difficult. And just be, and and if this, you think that your family is the one who's not giving you the support that you want, I'm not saying that cut ties with your family, but you don't have to share your dreams with your family. I do know some successful ladies who whose family have no idea what they're doing, like what their job really is, and that is fine. Also, you don't have. It's not necessary to tell everybody what you're doing it's more important for you yourself to know what you're doing. And if you think that you don't have the support now, go out there, find out who you can be friends with. I used to, I used to, um, I know it might come as a surprise, but I'm actually an introvert and I used to get really, really shy when it comes to like talking to new people and getting to know new people. But now I, I would shamelessly say hi to someone who I would who I admire and I would shamelessly just follow and spam on the comment post <laughs> and Instagram just to be noticed so that I can have a connection with them whether it develops into a friendship or a business partnership doesn't matter as long as I have that person in my network I think that's important because when I follow these people on Instagram or on their social media, I see what they're doing and I get inspired by them. And of course, when you get inspired, don't think that, oh, I'm so inspired, but I don't think I can do it. And then after that, you just forget about it. You know, you have to, you don't, don't kill the fire. That's what my mentor always say, don't kill the fire, even if it's just an ember. So you just have to keep on, just yeah. go for it. Yeah. I think it's interesting that you mentioned that, right? Because uh, we started getting connected, Emma and myself, we started getting, connect, getting connected because of IFA, right? And yeah. then once we got connected, it was just interesting because then I started posting about swimming. And then yes. Irma commented like, oh, so, uh, how, how do you go to the public pool, right? How do you express the public pool and stuff like that? And then I, I actually mentioned in one of my posts that I was actually inspired by someone else who went swimming just before Ramadan started. So it's like really, I think what Irma mentioned about like really having just you know, just some form of connections with people mm -hmm. who inspire you, who motivate you, uh, and and don't don't just stop at, at just like following them or stalking them on Insta on, on on social media, right? Like just follow and then quietly, quietly just follow, and then say, "Wow, so inspiring! Wow, so motivating!" And then you don't do anything about it. <laughs> so I think, I think the, the, the the thing is, you can get inspired and then do something, right? Mm -hmm. Or else it will become what Irma mentioned that envy or jealous even. You say that, oh yeah, this person can do lah because like, you know, Emma, Emma and Aifa can always say, oh, but Michelle, you're single, you have all the time in the world, you don't have to worry about kids, you don't have to do housework, you know. I, I, I have people who mention that to me, like, oh, you know, Michelle, you, you don't have any responsibilities or burdens. Right? Your, 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 your parents are still well, they are still healthy, you don't have kids to take care of, you don't have a husband to manage or to interact with, and therefore, you sure you're lucky lah. You're lucky yeah. you can do all these things. You know, you don't have to consider on. But I mean, I have my own challenges and my own thoughts, yeah. right? Like, one of the thoughts I have for myself is, 
what happens when my parents pass? I will be all alone, right? If I really need help, I really need support. Let's say I fall sick one day and I can't get out. There'll be nobody to cook for me. Mm-hmm. Nobody to care for me, right? And then that's just it's a typical fever of flu, mm-hmm. right? What if it's what if it's something more chronic? Then then where do I go to, right? So, so sometimes I will joke with like Ifa and a few other friends. I say, you know, one day uh, when I don't have house, uh, I come to your house and stay like can. <laughs> <laughs> then, then I come to your house and makan, uh, you know, one day I got no job, uh, then I, I got no money, like I I I myself at your house. Okay? I rotate lah, uh, rotate from friend to friend uh, like one month one friend Go uh. later then. <laughs> then then I found I found I found very generous. I was like, sure, you take care of my children, lah. Then I help <laughs> you entertain my children, lah. Then you can no problem. I will feed you, right? So, <laughs> yeah, Michelle used to be a chocolate teacher. The trade, right? Yeah, I help you. You help me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, the reality is, if you look at it, right? Uh, we all we really just need the basic needs, right? I just need a roof over my head. I need to have maybe like two three meals a day. Right, and I need place to, to feel safe when I sleep. Uh. That's really the basic fundamentals, right? Um, and, and really, if everything else fails, right, suddenly got no house, suddenly fall sick or whatever situation. And unlike if you're married or you are with family, you can still say, oh, maybe I can I can have my husband to support me or I can have my children to take care of me when I go older. Right? Not, not that it's an expectation, but it is a, it's kind of like a good to have. Right. But rest for me, I don't have any of that. I, I, I can't say, oh, next time maybe, you know, if I just fall sick for one day, uh, my, my children will, you know, take care, make sure that, that the house doesn't burn down, uh, right? But I, I might not have that luxury or just having someone there to check in. And I think recently, because of COVID, there, there are some cases, right, that like elderly, I think there was one case, an elderly woman was found dead in her apartment and then her dog also was dead like, in the house, that kind of thing. So these are some of the things that I'm like, oh wow, you know, one day I might be like that. <laughs> and I think, I think that's where, like, the value of women in, in that sense is really that, and that's the sad part because some of these ladies who do pass on on their own are people who really contributed to society. They are your some sweet women, mm-hmm. right? But I, I mean, talking about those that will be passing, passing on during this period of time, they are your some sweet women. The people, the women who basically swore to celibacy, right? Or your amas, those that take care of the children, and these children are now in their maybe like 40s, 50s years, 50 years old. And they did contribute. But they are they are at a phase in their life where people have forgotten that they exist. And and therefore, you know, if we look at it, actually they have a great value to society. They help to take care of the children then they help to build our houses, you know, our shop houses and things like that and then so so in, in, in bottom line i'm just saying that if if we were to look at where we are now and i think generally myself i found Omar, we are around the same age right we are in our 30s 40s and if we ourselves don't are not aware of what that value is that we are providing for others or even to ourselves then it's very difficult to then bring up the next generation as i think what the both of you mentioned uh, in mm. terms of how do they value themselves, you know, yeah. what is their value in society, whether they are male or female, both mm. have that, that, that conversation at some point. Mm. Right. So if I was to ask the two of you to kind of like give a summary of your definition of valuing women in society and what is that one action to take, what would you say? Kind of like to just round off this conversation, right? What is 
what is your definition or what is that her words of wisdom about valuing women in society? Wanna go first or uh, be awesome? <laughs> From yesterday, eh? from yesterday, yeah. from yesterday, as you remember. Okay. It's okay. You can, can you, can you can go first. You can go. You can go first. Go ahead. Uh, I think for for me would be uh, finding your worth. Yeah. Finding your worth as a woman. Yeah, and, and really in terms of um, knowing and really discovering that value that you wanna uh, contribute, like in terms of even yourself and, and the community. Yeah. Because I think once you are able to know your work, so this is where you can do more. Mm, because if not, then you will keep, like you say, like, self-criticize, right? A lot of negative thinking, a lot of negative thoughts. And, and it's, again, hard to, before you need, you need to break that barrier first. Yeah, before you can do more. Yeah, you need to save yourself first, like, like drowning, right? Save yourself first and save others. Yeah, that's how I believe in that. And... Yeah, I think that's basically for for me. Yeah. Mm. Thanks, Aifa. Yeah. For my yourself. I think I think what Aifa said uh, is 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 true. Uh, it's it's important to uh, find value in yourself first, lah. Uh, have your own self worth, and you and uh, if you feel that you are drowning, you have to save yourself first because you cannot you cannot um, help. Uh, to maintain a family nucleus if you yourself are drowning so it's important to save yourself first and and it, one way to to find your own self-worth is for you to always remember to celebrate your wins doesn't matter how small it is always celebrate your wins even if you're um, a stay-at-home mom and the the only thing you can do is to finish your chores before lunchtime i would Salute you because I can never be able to finish my chores before lunchtime because there's like always things going on. So if all you get to do for that day is to sweep the floor and mop the floor, that's a win. That's a win because most people will only just do it like once a week. If you are able to do it every day, that's a win. If only the, the only thing that you get to do for that month is to stay within budget for your groceries, that's a win. Because I can never do that. I always go over budget. And my husband always <laughs> shake it. <laughs> so celebrate your wins. Doesn't matter how small it is. Uh, rest if you always remember to rest if you need to. Because you are worth it. And you are important. And you have to understand that um, you are successful no matter what you do. Or regardless of what you don't do. You are still, you're a successful mother, you're a successful wife, you're a successful daughter, you know, you're a successful contribution to the society. And if you feel that, um, if you have, if you feel this, this lack in your life or loneliness or emptiness in your life, do not be afraid to reach out. Okay, if you don't know who to reach out to, you can reach out to the three of us. We will definitely <laughs> say hi to you. <laughs> We will lie yes. on you, right? Yeah, yeah. We will, we will lie on you, definitely. You. Just DM, DM. Yeah, just DM, DM. Spam yeah. our inbox. And we yeah. cannot cope with the amount of spam, we will just transfer to the other two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think it's really interesting to have like all three of us in this conversation. Because all three of us are like coaches, right? Whether 
whatever kind of coach we call ourselves, la, right? but we are all coaches. And it's also interesting that, you know, as coaches, we also know that we need coaches or we need mentors. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sometimes people have the illusion that, you know, oh, you're a coach, la. you know, you're very good already. You buy it, uh, then you don't need anybody. La. Sorry, I'm uh, wrong. Uh. We're <laughs> still humans. We are, <laughs> the more we are where we are, the more we actually need to because um, we are being tested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because the, the, that, that's something that I discovered for myself also, right? Like mm. the more the the more I do the work I do, the more I mm. need rest. The more I need to yes. say yes. I'm okay. Yes. I'm doing I'm doing what I can. I need that kind of reassurance. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, as as women in society, uh, sometimes we wonder if we are of value. You know, we wonder what kind of value we are doing. And sometimes certain voices in our head and certain people in our lives don't necessarily give us that, yeah, that support or that fear. So who we, who we interact with or who we surround ourselves with is completely important. Mm-hmm. And I would say actually, first and foremost, like, really have that awareness. You know, become, become aware, become conscious of what exactly is in the current moment, like be, be aware if are you what how you're feeling, what kind of thoughts you're having at this moment in time, and and really there's a lot, right? If you really really want to go deep, there's a lot, there's a lot of thoughts, there's a lot of emotions. Sometimes they overlap, they blend, and after a while you say, what about this one? One moment I happy, next moment I sad, right? Like and then I can be sad and happy at the same time. Absolutely, right? So, so so it is it is normal. Right? I like to just put it out there and say it is okay that you feel a mix of emotions, a mix of thoughts, all in the same way. Especially when you start this journey of awareness. Right? I think as all, all of us as coaches, we all experience that. We're like, ah, crazy brain of ours, right? Like, why suddenly so many different things all at the same time? Like, can you just give me one signal and scope? No, don't give me like 10 different signals, then I need to wonder again, like, what's going on? Yeah, but, but that's the reality of that. And, Sometimes, like what I think Irma mentioned, you know, if you become confused, you become lost, uh, you become like, I don't know how to make of these thoughts. I need a sieve. I need a sieve to kind of like sieve through the thoughts and the emotions. Yeah, like the three of us, like, uh, any one of us can be that sieve like, for you. Right? Or if, if you have already someone that you do reach out to and they and you know they have been a good sieve, like, get them also. Like. Mm-hmm. Right? So bottom line to me is, um, you know, any... To, to be able to identify you know, the valuing of women in society. First, value yourself. And the way to value yourself is really to be aware of your current uh, situation, your current conditions, your current thoughts and emotions. With that awareness, then you can say, okay, what is my value? To myself, to the people around me. So thank you everyone for joining us this afternoon. I know people have been popping in and out. We have like the numbers from one become two, become five, and then now it's zero. You know, whatever the number is. Thank you for watching and thank you for joining us this afternoon. Uh, hopefully this conversation has been helpful for you. So you know, if you find it helpful for you, do share it around with your friends because I think the more people hear about this, about the, the, the concept of valuing women in society. The more we can support each other, the more we can identify the, uh, the concept of value, the more we can hopefully create a better society. Other than the screaming in the background. Uh, yeah, hopefully. 
Screaming for our purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so, so thanks everyone for joining us and all the best. Thank I think everyone. our next session, our next session is end of next month. Uh, I cannot remember what the topic is. I cannot remember what the topic is. <laughs> we will inform you when it's nearer it's the date. Uh, <laughs> but yes, it's on a Wednesday again. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully by then. Um, you know, this video has also gone viral. Really, then more people can join us in this conversation. So similarly, if you're like Irma, you feel that whatever that we're talking about really resonates with you and you'd like to join in the conversation, please do drop us a PM or a PM and let us know that you'd like to join in the conversation. We'll be more than glad to have you on board. Right. So thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for having okay. me. Okay, generous. Yeah, you can still join us the next session. Don't worry. Yes, yes. <laughs> I would love to. Thank you. <laughs> okay. right, thank, thank you, everyone. everyone. Those of you who are having lunch, have a good lunch. Those of you who are fasting, oh. enjoy your book up later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.